HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. I'm Damon Bolte, host of The Speakeasy. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We're back. I can't believe it. And on a Friday morning, no less, usually when we pre-tape the show, I, I kayfabe it. Kayfabe is the illusion that everything you see is real. It's a professional wrestling term. It means the sadistic Marine drill sergeant really is a sadistic Marine drill sergeant. The Iranian guy really is an Iranian who goes home and beats his kids. I, I usually uh, actually bullshit it, but there's no bullshitting it today. It's Friday morning. It's early. I'm fucked up. <laughs> We're out last night celebrating the cramps at the Bowery Electric show. I think I wow. the sun was coming up when I when, when I uh, finally hit the sheets, but um, it could not stop me from getting here to be with my very favorite person in the whole world, Lisa Carver. Lisa, uh, great author, fantastic artist, important performance artist, rock and roller, fanzine girl, riot girl, and my hero. Aw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are my hero. How many listeners do you have right now? Right now, our list, our listener is probably very excited. <laughs> um, this is gonna. Um, we're taping it on a Friday morning, um, so what you're missing is the awkward date table here in front of the window. Usually on a brunch Sunday, there are two people like staring at their cell phones, pretending they didn't sleep with each other. Yeah. At that table, um, things are usually a little bit more up <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Uh, well, by the time this broadcasts, you will have dozens, if not millions. Yeah. And do they, how many of them know what you look like? Um, uh, well, why don't you, Jesus, <laughs> usually better than I do this morning, I'm sure. <laughs> you, you look really special this morning. Thank you. I haven't seen your eyes yet. I want to see them. <laughs> All right. You ready? Can you handle it? Here we yeah. go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Good eyes for radio. 
They're beautiful. Uh, red, 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 white, and blue. <laughs> they are. Red, white, and blue, just like, just like they were made two, over 200 years ago. Uh, you look like you probably sounded last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last night was a gas. Yeah. yeah. And um, with, my, with one of my other great friends from uh, the great state of New Hampshire, John Spencer, was there. Um, and I always laugh, my uh, triumphant of New Hampshire friends, you and uh, John and uh, Gigi Allen. Great and the shags, and, and and the shags, but I don't know. The, I don't know the shags personally. Mm. And those other two uh, were, were great friends of mine, or um, Gigi was. So uh, this morning, on the way out of the house, and by lieu of doing homework, I, I went to the Lisa Sec Carver section of my bookshelf, and I have many bookshelves in my house, but this is my bedroom bookshelf. So you know, okay, this is like the one that says closest to the bed for bedtime reading. And I grabbed Money's Nothing, which is a, actually a harrowing book. I don't know why I keep it next to my bed because <laughs> it's fucking plainly terrifying. Um, 25 Lives, which is your new book, and I love it. It is um, this sort of like, uh, I mean, Studs Terkel, but coming out like fully sideways, not head on. And it's, it's, it's shocking. It's mesmerizing. It's a reminder of like how weird people really fucking are. And then I just picked up uh, on Walden Pond because it was right next to the Lisa Carver books. And you live kind of out there. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty far out there. So I thought maybe there was something relevant I've been to his his little uh, cabin where he wrote, and it's it's a it's a little room in the woods, and it's just a room, and there's a one chair and one sort of cot like thing. I heard he's kind of an asshole, Walden. He's kind of like an antisocial jerk. Yeah, he didn't want to have that cabin. They, they, the townspeople drove him out. So, so what, are you, what, what are you working on? You have new books coming out constantly. You've been writing up a storm lately after... I know. I, I have no life. <laughs> I just write all the time. Yeah, so in a few days, I hope when I call... I hope November 1st, when this airs, yeah, um, or whenever this airs, I hope that the Sadie Wolf and Friends will be out. I can pick it up from the printer. Sadie Wolf and Sadie and Wolf are your kids. Yeah. Who are amazing kids. Um, uh, one of them is uh, severely challenged. I'm talking about Sadie, of course. Being, <laughs> <laughs> having to live with us. Be, 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 being a cheerleader and having to deal with a crazy mom. <laughs> no, you're, I mean, you're such a great mom. I mean, your kids are so special. Uh, I, mean, I mean, tell for people who don't know, I mean, how, I mean, how do you explain your household? Um, uh, <laughs> people don't ask. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was Sadie's, um, like a mean, you know, she, she's like a mean girl. She's very popular and, you know, she dresses well. So she's frightening. <laughs> she's a cheer girl. She's 13. Yeah. And, and Wolf, who's an artist. Yes, he is an artist and he's, um, he's a farm, farm guy, farm man. And uh, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up there, up there in the live for your die state. Um, but no, you've been turning out these books like crazy, and you've been avoiding traditional publishing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I th- you know, you know how much I admire you. I always encourage you to go down some sort of route where you can make some money. You should be rich, Lisa. Yeah, I'll never go back. I've decided. I, I, I listened to you, but then I didn't listen to you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't um, want to. We did a book together. It was pretty. No, I I enjoyed that because that's because you were my editor though. But I that's that was the end. That was the last one. <laughs> I'll never do it again. The book we did together uh, was about Yoko Ono. Mm-hmm. Was reconsidering Yoko Ono, uh, uh, reaching out with no hands. Yes. Uh, reconsidering Yoko Ono was actually the subtitle of the book. Did you ever make it over to MoMA to see the Yoko Ono show? Did they call no. you? I know. They, I know you were quoted, and the book was referenced in yeah. stories about it. I, I was just walking by down the street. I saw an old poster for the Yoko Ono show that had not been taken down. Um, 
<laughs> you fucking Yoko. <laughs> I, I remember a couple of years, a couple of years ago, uh, before I had the idea, I, I go up to the I go up to the Museum of Modern Art, and you know they have the giant atrium when you come in in the, in the new MoMA, and um, they've had so many wonderful installations there, um, whether they're large scale paintings or, or, or real like sculptures and some performance pieces that they go there. And in this case, there was just a microphone and uh, a mimeograph piece of paper. I mean, literally xeroxed. It just said scream. And this was Yoko. And I said, like, man, that wasn't like someone's desk drawer. You know, and they just like, whatever painting was supposed to come in this week didn't come in. So someone said, wait, I got that Yoko thing. It's in my desk. We'll put this up. But I got on the microphone and I screamed. I totally got into it. All right. Better than looking at a cocooning and doing nothing, right? Do it now. Do it now. So, And now you're, now you're writing fiction. Again. Hey, do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Well, you always got to do it now. No, scream. <laughs> No, it's a little early. <laughs> well, I was screaming. La- I was screaming last night at the Cramps gig. So yeah, I brought one of the twenty-five lives livers, <laughs> Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth, you're one of twenty-five livers lives. Yes, Elizabeth Bland. Okay, well, what what Elizabeth Bland is your life about that makes use? I mean, the people in this book are pretty pretty unique and special. I mean, they're like bank robbers and uh, you know oligarchs. I mean, it's it's a very bizarre group of people. I mean, trust fund babies, military people. Just, I mean, even the normal people in this book. It's like you know, it, it's like blue velvet. It's like when you realize that nothing's what it appears to be. I tried to find a normal person. I thought it would make a nice contrast, and they, they all turned out to be wild freaks. <laughs> I couldn't find one. <laughs> uh, what's what's your what's what's your brand of freak? Um, well, I used to be a dominatrix. And ran a dungeon, but that's not even your. I don't, oh, I come on, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn, yeah, who hasn't done that? Yeah, you let, no, but I can't. No, I can't figure out exactly what Lisa wanted. I mean, what interested her about me? I mean, usually people focus on that, you know, something kind of flashy, but she seemed to focus on these bizarre, mundane things that, um, like the like the the roach and the pizza. <laughs> yeah, you for a while you were um, homeless, but it yeah, seemed I, like you had this really glamorous life, and, yeah. and it was everything was beautiful, and and you also um, I think you had a mental illness that you didn't want to treat. There, there was a few of them in there. Yeah. I had a mental illness that just said, you know, it's okay. I got, I like I like myself like yeah. this, and so that was. I think that was it. They I can't remember. To cure me. Well, let me read a few of the first lines of some of these of these chapters just to give our listener an idea of what's in store if they were to buy your book. And I encourage I mean, your books are all so good. You're such a good writer. I'm so awe of you. You have, um, from one writer to another, I mean, you have, seem to have this freedom in your writing that I can't possibly ever achieve. I mean, I, I mean, it's just, it's just wonderful. And I think maybe you're right because you self-publish and you don't give a fuck. And I've got like this this sort of bureaucracy of agents and publishers, uh, you know, I, I deal with. And on the one level, it works because it keeps the lights on. On the other hand, it's like, I, I'm just in awe of you. You write what you want, when you want. You publish it when you want it. Yeah, they all demand, it, like every, there's so many people all demanding something. And sometimes a few of them demand different things. And, you know. It's not like what they want. It's what they don't want, which is uh, worse. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it's like, 
I'll probably know. I want to write this book about outer space. I just, seriously, I really do. I mean, yeah. she's like, great. She's like, great. If your next book's a bestseller, you can write whatever the fuck you want. Till then, no one cares. Yeah. You're- and it's like, so what, what am I going to do? Not write my book about outer space? <laughs> I, have, I have very important things to say about the Soviet space program of the early 1960s relevant to Star Trek, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I'll tell think you you're. Show, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> like you're never going to make money writing. Who who makes money writing? So you might yeah. as well have fun and be poor. And <laughs> well, St- Stephen King, which we talked about yeah. last week, um, was a topic of our show, and he says that if you are a writer and someone has given you a check and you put it in the bank and didn't bounce and you used it to pay the power company, I consider you a writer of great talent. <laughs> You know, listen, this is Brooklyn. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people running around here with like writer tattooed on their arm in big letters. <laughs> really? Oh, you know, you know, you know, and yeah, and their MFA tattooed on the other because everybody's in some creative writing program. And oh my God, I got published in some you know, literary this or this or that. And, you know, my boyfriend's in the Paris Review. And it's, it's wonderful. God bless all of them. They're such a lovely bunch of kids playing in that big, wonderful sandbox. But that's not how you keep the lights on. Um, but you know this, you're a professional. I mean, you put these books out. I know, I know. I mean, you advertise on Facebook what your finances are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing the countdown of when I can pick up from the printer, and I have this feeling that when I drive home today, there's going to be all this money waiting for me, which I haven't checked. So I, I hope so. So, right. um, so, so, how are we doing? Twenty five lives? Have we sold twenty um, twenty five hundred books or five thousand books or whatever one needs to yeah. break break even? Yeah, I know no, some of these people. <laughs> these, these people are your Facebook friends. There's a bunch, a bunch of fucking weirdos in this book. <laughs> um, <It's> my ex husband. <laughs> um, I'm a little one eyed retard with hearing aids, a drain on taxpayer dollars. I have a trust fund and I've never had a job. Um, I found that I had cancer when I went to the emergency room on an unrelated issue. I had been drinking myself to death and started to convulse. Uh, I was kidnapped. <laughs> okay, that, that's, that's, I mean, you know, you know, you know that's one of, the, one, of the, one of the great leads. I mean, um, I've, I have done armed robbery. <laughs> you're, 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 what about you? What's your criminal past? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, you know, I sold drugs and bodies. Everybody did in the eight, in the late eighties. <laughs> you're, work, you're working on some fiction now, compared to uh, I mean, this, this is like stud circle and money's nothing. I mean, it's harrowing. It's this, this relationship you have with a uh, well, part of it anyway, about but with a very rich man who turns out not to be the most honest guy in the world. Go figure. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> and where is he in your life right now? Because I keep seeing him popping up on Facebook, or is that a different dishonest No, guy? that's him. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I think I just got engaged again. Like, Seriously? For like the seventh time. Are you going to yell at me? No. Okay. Well, I haven't said anything to anyone because I, mean, I know they're why all going to yell, yell at me. Lisa. Lisa. Oh, look I'm, at you. I'm, You're yelling at me with your face. That's, <laughs> that's what unconditional love. Oh, my God. This is horrible. This is what, un- <laughs> this is what unconditional love looks like at, at 10 o'clock in the morning oh. after after being up all night. Oh, no. You're, You're yelling at, at me right now. Is my eyes yelling? No. Okay. Put your sunglasses. You really? So, so, I like so you, to get yelled at. So after, all, after reading this book, and yeah. then this guy is basically like an architect of the Iraq War, the fall of Wall Street. I can't quite figure it out. You know, I mean, I know the Gulf Stream must be very attractive. <laughs> but after all of this, all things you've written, you think you got engaged again. Yeah. I think I got engaged again, yeah. <laughs> and when will you, when will you, how do you, how do you not know? I, I never know. This will be like the seventh time, so who knows. The same guy? Yeah. 
It's, how does, how does, don't look at me that way. <laughs> I worry about Sadie. <laughs> don't. No one needs to worry about Sadie about it, anything. Did it, you? You didn't finish reading those New York. That's right. You're in New York magazine. <laughs> I, I, read, I, I got as far. I mean, I, I, my mentor read it as far as when she was like one black on the first day of school. <laughs> the was, funeral was, of her happiness. The funeral of her happiness. The first day of school. And I related. Oh my God. Tears are like yes, yes. <laughs> This is one reason I think I don't have kids. Because I couldn't send... High school was so miserable for me during high school that I don't know that I could send someone I loved through that experience. I just don't... You know, I mean, I mean, high school was like prison for children. She doesn't have to go. I told her I would homeschool her. <laughs> but those are her two choices. She gets to stay home with me or go to the funeral of her happiness. And she chose the funeral of her happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't she stay home with you and dress like a cheerleader? Yeah, she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> I love the part. I mean, I've known you for a long time. And, and you are... I mean, I mean, I mean, you're an artist. You're... you're I mean, and, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean you're, you're, an, you're an outlaw. Your daughter's like a cheer girl, and you go to cheer camp, and you help her sell candy. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the Lisa Carver. Uh, you know, I, I sort of, I sort of pictured. You know, maybe maybe when I met you twenty years ago, <laughs> I was a cheerleader. You know, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, really legit. What'd you say? Legit cheerleader? Yes, I did it. The the wave is here with a mighty cheer. To welcome you from far and near. <laughs> All right, Liz, you got that. We're going to be using that as a bumper on the show from now on and, for, and forever. So, so uh, tell, tell us about where you live and what the hell goes on up there. Uh, uh, you, were you a cheerleader, Elizabeth? No, I wasn't. You were the only girl. Every girl's been a cheerleader. Like, how about you? In the, in the uh, studio, Liz. Liz. <laughs> I was kind of shy. Liz, were you a cheerleader? Sarah, you're in there too. You were a cheerleader, and they're all like. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think any of us were cheerleaders in here. I'm sorry. Are you all New Yorkers? And, and you guys, or look, 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 Sarah's cheering. Any of you guys go to your prom? Yes, we you all, all went to prom. You all went to prom? You, you, we you, all promenaded. No, I didn't go to prom. I was in the woods getting wasted. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I regret it though. Don't you wish we went? I wish I went with you. I would have gone with when you. When you put it like that, oh, we would have been, are you kidding? Me and you at the prom, I mean, it would have been just the side of Carrie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, where, where, where do you live? You live You live in, in Freedomville. New Hampshire. Live free or die. Yeah. And you've been there for a while, and how's that working out? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you're from New Hampshire, you've been there, right? For a while, Yeah. Yeah. At least I could drive around there. Oh, my God, this morning, this crazy driving. Oh, my God. Well, you drove to New Jersey last night. Yeah. I got bloodshot eyes from driving. That never happened to me before in my life. Just from because I was staring at the road so hard. I like burst blood vessels in my eyes. And then a man peed, right? We were waiting to go onto a um, onto a a ramp on on to to try to get out of New Jersey. And everyone was just (laughs) sitting there. And I guess this guy got bored and he just went Got out of his car and ten feet from me, just pulled it up. Uh, Chris, didn't even turn. It's probably away. Chris Christie, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were lecturing at Rutgers University, yeah, and you were on, on the subject of. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't lecture. We, I had everyone do um, something like the Twenty Five Lives things, where everyone mm-hmm. had to interview all the students had to be paired up with their opposite and interview them, and then write a first person account of what they had just talked about. So, like the one that hates animals and wants them all to die, interviewed the, you know, rescuer, and then he had to read in a cute voice about how cuddly they are and how much he loves to. And how did this experiment let them go? Lick them. It was really funny. I, I've been to your your. your 
like automated painting classes. And yeah. no, your stuff's great. So, so how did it go? You have a lot of good turnout and some people making friends, unexpected friends. Yeah, yeah, and they they uh, it was well, it was hilarious for me, and that's what's important. Is it's <laughs> <laughs> it making me laugh? You live in fucking New Hampshire. Everything's got to be funny once you leave New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that explains it. I was wondering why they were so brilliant. Like every single one of them was really brilliant. I thought I thought I'll give you all A pluses, and now I realize when you say that it's just I was just happy to get away from home. <laughs> well, Rutgers Rock, Rock, is, is legit. So I. I I love your book, 25 Lives. I mean, I found it captivating. We've talked about Studs Terkel before. We both admire But this is just, um, like I said, it's just, it's just shocking, you know? You walk around, and everybody's got a story. I mean, everybody has a past. You know, everybody's got, you know, oddball sister, weird mother. I mean, I mean, I mean life is never what it looks like at first glance. And um, I hope you're going to write another 25 Lives. 50 Lives. 50 Lives. <laughs> well, 25 Lives Part 2. 50. Yeah. <laughs> um, you learn that math from your maybe fiance. Uh, you are really cute. <laughs> <laughs> you come on, you want the Gulf Stream. You're into the jet. What about you? But this guy, you tear him apart, and, and, and money is nothing. I know. Which, which which is like the greatest like anti capitalist. Like it's almost like anti romance, anti capitalist. It but, is. You, you know, book. It's so romantic. It's so romantic. <laughs> the guy's a psychopath, Lisa. <laughs> yes, he is a psychopath. <laughs> and that's that's what you're drawn to. No, he's not a businessman anymore. He gave it up. He's out in the desert. Prepping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up my Gulfstream for the desert before the government came and took it all away. I was looking. I couldn't believe it, I couldn't find um, my my favorite of your recent books. Though is how not to write. And I think I was looking for it on my shelf. You're the only one. People hate that book oh, I passionately. Know. Do they? Why? I don't know. I I think it's cute. I don't know. It's it, not cute. Yeah. Okay, okay. There's nothing cute about that book. That book, that book is cute right. like heroin. Okay, I mean, it is like. <laughs> Thank you. It is, it is but, but it is. But yeah, but it's it's very powerful stuff, especially if you're a writer. I mean, to follow that book, if you actually did the exercises, I mean, it just challenges you in every possible way. Did you do the exercises? I did. I did some of them, and I thought about them all. I didn't get the one where you gave yourself welts. I didn't. Nobody's given me <laughs> one of the, the dais. Uh, uh, you know, like, I'm a Jew. I don't. I'm getting beaten up enough. I don't need to. You know, people stealing my lunch money every day. I don't need to beat myself up. Well, somebody's got to. Because I, I feel like as a writer, that's what it's my job. I do. I do it anyway. You know. I mean, but I, I just want to see. I'm, the I'm in flagellating. For, <laughs> I just want to see a picture. Isn't that isn't that uh, the Scarlet Letter? Like, like, like the priest. I remember reading the Scarlet Letter when I was in high school. And I was like, this book sucks. Or so we talking about like, the priest locking himself in a closet, whipping himself. I'm like eighth grade. It's like, <laughs> like fucked up shit. You know, it's like cool. They always yeah. have these these uh, ones where the 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 mass killer is he turns out to be flagellating flagellating himself is right. word. yeah so i mean why can't we like <laughs> well you, you can you can you, you can right now here uh for, for for our audience i'll do it are you doing it now it's, ra- it's radio you can get a the same no, as, give me a give me something here you get yourself this copy of walden pond <laughs> and i was like <laughs> ow ow it feels good <laughs> ow <laughs> Well, let's just be glad I didn't bring like crime and punishment, you know. Here, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> 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 
but I, 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 I love how not to write. I think it should be like, okay, here's here's your here's your shrunken white, you know, here's Stephen King's on writing, and here's Lisa Carver's book. Now go. It was now not go. effective at all. If you're not, you didn't whip yourself, and now you're not beating yourself with Walden's pun. I, I feel lo- like a total failure. Okay. okay. Ow. <laughs> oh, with a hangover. Oh, you're yes, so dedicated. See, this is why you're such a great writer. You guys have no idea. Yes, you must be so sore right now. My, oh, man. Last, you're like sore last, all last, over. Last one was brutal. I did the crusher last night. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, like, and I put on the wrestling mask, and I mean, I'm getting to the audience, you know, do the hammer lock. You know, you know, you know the song, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Right? And I'm getting to this, this guy's face. He's like dressed like a zombie, and I'm like leaping off the stage. And the guy's like 19 feet tall, football zombie player. And I, and I give him a big chest bump. I'm like, yeah. I said, that's right, you turkey neck. I'm going to get you in the ring. And the guy looked like I hurt his feelings. I was like, turkey neck. Later on, as I came up to me at the bar, he goes, "Dude, you almost broke my neck." I, I mean, I mean, the guy, I mean, I was giving away like 200 pounds. You know, I was attacking the guy. I figured I was least likely to actually hurt. He's like, "Dude, you almost broke my neck." I don't know what's going on. The punk rock world is much different than the one we grew up in. No, you know, one of Yoko Ono's uh, exercises for people is to bash your head against a wall. Huh. Oh, well, somehow that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Number nine, number nine. Number nine, number nine. So what are you working on now, Lisa? Um, I'm working on Anything is Probable with Dame Darcy. She's doing the illustrations. And it's a a combination of sci-fi and bad jokes. Uh, it's be more specific because I've been... No, that is exactly what it is. Tell me the plot. Tell tell, tell our listener the plot. There is no plot. There are little vignettes of weird little things like fortune tellers and um, just like one paragraph stories. They're sort of like, um, I don't know, maybe like what you used to get in the Cracker Jack boxes with the little cartoons, but they're little stories. And then there's, then there's jokes. There's like stand up jokes. I, I can't wait to get it. We there's can... puns. And, oh, tell me uh, a pun. Uh, it's, 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 it's early enough. I'm still fucked up enough. I might laugh. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember any. Um, so, uh, a dyslexic walks into a bra. I didn't make that up. But. <laughs> a dyslexic walks into a bra. <laughs> yeah. I like that. A dis- a dis- a dis- a, what's it the agnostic dyslexic is someone who wonders if there really is a dog? Oh. <laughs> Wait, give me that book. I wonder. <laughs> Oh, puns, puns, puns. Uh, you are the gorilla of my dreams. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. It's Friday fucking morning. Pretending that it's Sunday afternoon. We're, work, we're working hard here. But um, but also, you're in New York Magazine this week with conversations with your kids. <laughs> and we talked about uh, and Sadie and... Um, Wolf really does have the heart of an artist. And um, I'm a big fan of his, too. Uh, he's, a, he's a very... He's an innocent man. He is. I like that he likes rocks. He loves rocks. Yeah. He likes rocks. We'll <laughs> yeah. just leave it there. Okay, yeah. I actually mailed him a, a part of an arrowhead from Alabama, and he he really digs the, <laughs> the broken arrowhead. Yeah, it's a broken he, arrowhead that I've found in the lake. It's meaningful right. to him. No, he, he loves it. No, a lot. he finds meaning in incredible things. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a Christian soul. He thinks about outer space all the time. He, I mean, he likes I, old things, found things. Yeah, things. He's, he's pretty he's a pretty special cat. Yeah, and I, I, can, I can't imagine you doing it all because I mean, aside from like this insanity. Um, so, is the businessman is he ready to? Help you, you know, he's going to move in, take care of the family. He's going to be like, is it going to be like two is enough? Or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what'll what'll. Uh, yeah, we'll see. 
you're, you're, he's out there in the desert building his stuff. And yeah. um, so everybody should be. But this is a book too, though. Uh, the Sadie Wolf and Me, or what's it called? Sadie Wolf and Friends. Right, and this is also going to be going to be in a print yes. version where I can mail you ten or fifteen or twenty bucks. And yeah, get a copy of it. Yeah, if someone wanted to get your books, and we haven't even mentioned like the Reserve of Ride Girl magazines, which are still hanging around, which uh, started its own revolution. There's not that many left of roller derbies. There's like so that's right, you punks. Thirty, uh, thirty, <laughs> thirty, right? Uh, thirty of them left. So get your shit together and send Lisa some dough, yeah. like well, a lot of dough. Yeah. So I, how I would someone do that? You can, well, I don't know. Are they friends with you? And then they can friend me? Or? Yeah, they should friend you. Find Lisa on Facebook. And there's because, such Because you're inevitably, I mean, charming. And, and the quotes from Sadie and Wolf are amazing. I am so charming. You, you document your life more than, I mean, I mean, literally document your life. Not like, oh, look, here's a waffle light this morning. I mean, you know, here's the fucked up argument I had with the mailman today. <laughs> No, that's good. With yeah. the mailman. Yeah. The mailman <laughs> that's, a, that's a running theme. But uh, yeah, you could if you just want the books and you don't want me, you can go on suckdog.net. But what if we wanted the books and you? Yeah, then you come find me. Uh, <laughs> up, up in the Lafrida or Die State. Um, wow. As ever, it has been the fastest half hour on the internet. Oh, I'm so sad. It, it's now. a great you sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you out to lunch as soon as Christmas' restaurant opens. <laughs> <laughs> in like three hours from now, we're going to have lunch um money's nothing i mean well i mean this book like i said it was like standing in a hurricane trying to read this book i love the word harrowing yeah. that's the best word in the it, world. it is harrowing it book scared plainly scared the living shit out of me um i mean like for for realsies i can't believe hollywood's not knocking on your door for this one um me neither i mean, I mean, re- I mean really tw- 25 lives could easily be the next 25 weeks of my life with netflix <laughs> <laughs> How not to write could easily bring down a major university. Directors <laughs> uh, went okay. I, last time I took a class with you, last time you were here, um, it was a rough day for me. I, I had to put my cat down that morning. Yeah. Right. But I wanted to do the show. You know, I, um, I, I, you know the show must go on, and, and I love and admire you so much. I wasn't going to cancel our date to do the show. And then we went off to uh, Bushwick. It was like that crazy place. It was like a storefront. You know, it was kind of like, you know, remind me of the East Village 30 years ago, actually. You know, some kids had a storefront, and they had their band set up downstairs and upstairs. They kind of lived, you know, seven people kind of communally. And you had the automatic painting class that yeah, had people paint each other's souls, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mine was very dark blue that this young woman took one look at me and she painted it. And I was in a bad mm-hmm. place. It was a weird day. I was very happy to see you, but I just put my cat down. I, I loved more than life itself. I'm a manly, the world's strongest cat. Yeah. It, was, it was a tough day, and I was just kind of putting on my game face. Um, but she saw. She, she saw, saw it, and it's just this. And she said she had never painted before. Wow, and I mean, and the texture, the tone—I mean, it was just this wave of emotion that 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 came out of her because because of your class. I have the painting. I mean, I still have it. Oh, is it hanging up? It, it's on my it's on my bookshelf at home. I look at oh. it all. I look, I look at it all the time. Oh. And you've been painting. Yeah, you got this like side business painting. How could I not mention this? You can commission a painting from an original an original carver. Yeah, a portrait of yourself. Your friend, pets. a building, and pets. An You've been doing pets. You've been doing dogs. Yeah, Liz, you should commission a portrait from uh, Lisa Carver. If if Liz, that's Saint Elizabeth of the Booth, you call her, <laughs> so it'd have to be more of a, re- a religious painting. What, what, would, what, 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 what would what would set back, Liz? Maybe I'll get her one for Christmas. I do naked too. <laughs> wait, wait, you paint them naked, or you paint I'll, naked subjects? I'll paint them naked if if you want, Liz. 
I'll, I'll think about this. I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 are indeed indeed fear and fearless. All right, everybody everybody's got to find Lisa Carver. Find her on Facebook. Where else do you have any other? You know, is there Lisa Carver dot com? There's suckdog.net. I don't run it, but. Um, Suckdog.net now, because yeah. you released a suck dog in a previous life. Um, and you should all find out what that's about. You should all know um, what Roller Derby is about. Um, get those last few issues that are going fast. Um, you have neither created nor destroyed Yoko Ono, but you gave it a good shot. That's a really <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good book, too, um, despite my involvement in it. But uh, do get 25 lives. Money's this, this book is fucked up. I, I can't believe you're still with this guy. I know. <laughs> you're going to bother me about it all lunch long. I know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait. And, that's, um, that's the only reason I said yes. And like, um, how much before we go, I'm going to hit myself one more time over the head with Walden Pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Arts and Seizures on the Heritage Radio Network. Don't forget, we are member supported. So if you see a button that says give money, donate, be a member, ignore it and send your money to Lisa Carver. Buy <laughs> one of her books because she's brilliant. Lisa, you're my hero. I'm so glad that you're, you're my hero, here. Mike. All right. We'll see you guys you. next week. Thanks for coming, Elizabeth. And we'll see you guys next week on Arts and Seizures. <laughs> listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 non-profit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>